following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. It's a fabulous Friday, fearless forecast football Friday at the Star. This is Talking Cowboys. A lot of F words there. Yeah. As we get you set for Cowboys. a lot of things around here. (laughs) That's right. We've heard some of them this week. Yeah, absolutely. As we get you set for Cowboys and Jaguars on... Sunday at 325 on CBS. Bill Jones, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips. We await the arrival of Mickey Spagnola, and we're breaking down this game over the course of the next hour. We invite your participation at 888-855-2297. Had a little Thursday night football last week, and what I got out of that game last night is the fact that the Cowboys will never fall into the cellar in the NFC East. As bad as it gets this season, the Giants will own the cellar in the NFC East the rest of the way. Yeah. Was Eli that bad? or Because I didn't watch all of it. Or was it protection either. too? Because people were calling for his job this morning and saying it's over. His career's over. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, though, that uh, – the Giants made the decision about their quarterback that they were going to try and buy some more time. They basically took the same approach. And this is interesting because of Dave Gettleman as the general manager. And Dave Gettleman had always, and Tom Coffin believed this too when he was with New York, that they were trying to model what the Cowboys were going to do. And you look at the Cowboys and, you know, that the, you know, trying to establish a running game, trying to build an offensive line, I mean, and all those things. And now Dave Gettleman has come in, and, you know, Dave thought that, the, that you know, that Saquon Barkley was the best player in the draft. Obviously, he, he took him and, you know, passed on the quarterback. Now, let's see. If the Giants, in fact, are as poor as we all think they're going to be down the stretch here uh, or the rest of the season, then they'll get their opportunity to draft that quarterback and maybe a quarterback that's better uh, than the ones that were available in this draft. So, uh, you know, we'll see how if that strategy plays out uh, the right way. Uh, if, if in fact, having Barkley and then a, a, a quarterback or if they should have gone with the quarterback and then maybe a defensive player or something like that. We'll see how that plays out for them. At 1-5, uh, and five, they are in the Justin Herbert sweepstakes. They are. And uh, Gil Brandt told us on Wednesday night, Mickey, how are you? They just did it bass backwards. That's all. That's right. But but Gil told us on bass Wednesday backwards. night that Justin Herbert, the quarterback at Oregon, is the best young quarterback he's ever seen. Something like that. It was. Yeah. Wow. Something. Yeah. yeah. They've had wow. a couple yeah. of quarterbacks. Said a couple of quarterbacks come out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. One pretty good. One not so good. Yep. Joey, Joey Harrington. Harrington was real bad. And, and Jerry's still out on Mariota. And, and Mariota. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you need to see what that situation. But yeah, there's a lot of. If you're, you know, I, I need to get into at some point in time and see who all the quarterbacks are. But I, I got the impression there's probably four or five guys. I know Mickey's got a guy that's uh, pretty good that we all need to take a look at. Missouri? Locke. Yeah. We'll find out tomorrow how good he is well, against Alabama. that's not fair. <laughs> well, you know, that's if you look at Deshaun Watson, one of the reasons why people thought very highly of Deshaun Watson was the fact that he played well against Alabama in two national he championships. He had a little more help. 
Yeah, he, he did a little bit more help, but <laughs> but sometimes you know, I mean, sometimes yeah. you could find out a lot about these young, well, these quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh, if they in fact are able to attack defenses and have some success. It might not be team success, but you know, the Sean Watson. I mean, he took he should have two national championships if you look at really what you know with Clemson and, right. and that was that was as hard of a, a, a time that Alabama I've ever seen Alabama with a Nick Saban led defense with a quarterback that plays that way. So, you know, maybe he can go out there and, and do something. You, you never know. It's going to be tough. The quarterback for Alabama, he's really good. Yes, though. but he's, he's not he's, eligible yet. That's so. right. He's really good. Though. Hey, with the exception of Trevor Knight. Deshaun Watson uh, against an Alabama defense, Trevor Knight was the only one that yeah, there was you go. Watson, better. Watson didn't that go was, up. That was a joke. That was tug-and-cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Johnny Manziel. I think we were all in agreement, right, that – if you're a Cowboy fan, you're probably pulling for the Giants last night. That didn't oh, yeah, work out well, so yeah. well for I was, you. I was yelling for him a little bit. Maybe didn't, Philly's didn't pull the, hard enough. Yeah, maybe Philly's righted the ship a little bit, but um, this Giants. This, yeah, that, it's the Giants. You know, and the Cowboys already have a win over them. This this division could be for the taking if you could put something together. But you need to keep pace with the Eagles. The Eagles yeah. are the team to beat. Yeah, and you got need to keep pace. And you get that, to play that brings them twice. us to yeah. Sunday at three twenty-five against yeah. Jacksonville. And can the Cowboys? Keep pace with the Eagles now at three and three, or will they fall to two and four after uh, against a tough Jacksonville defense? Yeah, I think that I think that this game will clearly come down to. I think Dallas is going to have to throw the football. I, I really do. I don't think Jacksonville is going to let them run the football, and so it, you know, can your guys on the outside win enough? And can when they do win? Can you find ways to get them the football? Can your protection hold up? Can the quarterback make the right read? You know, there's a lot of ifs going on here. A lot of things that have been negative about the Cowboys offensively that they're going to have to have positive. I, it might be me just banging my head against the wall over here trying to say, okay, they can do this. They can do this. They can do this. Well, they're going to have to prove that they can do this. You know, you're going to have to give this guy protection. You're going to have to hit these receivers quickly. And you're going to have to make some plays. You know, Jacksonville is not going to let you run this football. I, I always like to compare, compare what does these games remind you of? It reminds you very much of when you play the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, when the Eagles with their front seven. Aggressive linebackers. They've got guys that can run in the front seven. They've got big inside players. They've got guys on the outside that can, can stretch the run. You know, you've got to take advantage of their, their speed, their quickness, their pursuit. All those things. you got to call a, almost a perfect game to play against these guys. Now, you'll say, Bross, what about Kansas City? And what about Tennessee and all that? They've, you know, t- if you go back in the history of Jacksonville playing Tennessee, Tennessee has always had Jacksonville's number. It just, it's just the way it is. But I would say this about Kansas City. Kansas City attacked them a different way. Kansas City also benefited from turnovers. That's mm-hmm. something this, that this defense has not been able to create. And if they could create those, then you'd feel a lot better because Blake Bortles will turn the ball over to you. So would you take 30 rushes for 126 yards? Yeah, I would. Because that's what Kansas City did. Yeah, but Kansas City again. They got ahead. Yeah, Kansas City got ahead 20 to nothing in that game, and then it was, it was 20 to nothing at yeah, halftime. I just think that I just think that there's they've played three teams that have been able to run the football. They played the Jets, the Chiefs, and Tennessee. Here's another thing that happened in that game in the first half. Uh, the 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 Jaguars' total approach to that game against Kansas City goes against the nature. Of throw, what Tom Coughlin wants that team throw to be. the football right yeah. right yeah and forty two passes and, a game and they respected Kansas City's ability to score so much even though they have the number one pass defense in the league themselves right that 
they got down on the goal line and were going for it on fourth down in the first half. Yeah. You know, down, I think they were down 10 nothing, or it was, it, it was a situation if they just go ahead and kick, kick the, the field goal. It may have been 13 nothing. I can't remember what the score was. Yeah. But just get on the board, get stay within striking distance. But that game got away from them in the second quarter because they uh, their approach to that game was – Their they, their approach being that we can't score enough points. Yeah, we Kansas. have to score touchdowns yeah. rather than field goals. And, yeah. yeah, you do have to score touchdowns against Kansas City. Yeah. But the most important thing in that first half of that game, they needed to stay within striking distance, and yeah. they didn't. Yeah. And then – uh, you can throw everything. And they can wind up throwing 61 passes. The other thing about Jacksonville, last year they were a run-first team. Now, they haven't had Fournette. Yes. Okay. And they only have one healthy running back that had that has been that was on the team last week, yeah, <laughs> because they signed Jamal Charles this week and signed uh, guy off a practice squad, right? Okay, so last year they had equal number runs to passes. I think it was 527 rushes and 527 passes all season. A lot of balance. And, yeah. and this year they've been 65 to 35 percent. Right. In a pass run. Bortles is averaging 42 pass attempts. Right. Game, 42 a game, including 61. So last they are going to come out running the football against the Cowboys. I think they're going to they're going to try. But yeah, that's ca- the best way to protect Bortles well, from making mistakes. That would feed right into the Cowboys' defensive hands. Then that's true. Because they've done a good job against the run. Yeah. So you're telling me they were too aggressive with their play calling and decisions? They were too desperate, I think. Oh, yeah. They okay, they, yeah. they got mesmerized by they, – they didn't feel like that they could keep up with right. Kansas City. And right. that's what Kansas City will do to you because they score at such a fast pace that it's hard to play them because you feel like, okay, if we don't score touchdowns here, that we're going to be behind. And, it, and it, again, it led to – it led to a, a loss anyway. These mm-hmm. two teams, if you look at them statistically, they're kind of a mirror of each other, honestly. I mean, the Jaguars are only putting up 20.4 points a game. They're struggling to man- manufacture points. They've put up more yards, way more yards than the Cowboys per game, almost 100 per game. Uh, but like to Mickey's question, can they run the football? Can they have any balance with, with no running backs uh, that they usually hang their hat on? And they're minus seven in the turnover margin, as Brian said. That's the key right there. Cowboys get two takeaways last week. They're probably going to need to do something like that in this game to help out Dak in the offense. But I, I see two teams that are flawed offensively. So we'll see. I think the biggest question, though, like Brian said, you're facing the most talented defense in the league with an offense that has struggled mightily, mostly on the road. They've been more efficient at home for whatever reason. I don't know if it's crowd noise. or I mean, they've handled crowd noise in the past. I'm not sure if you can just point to that, why they've struggled on the road, but they've been more efficient at home. Can you can you keep that up in this game? Can you manufacture some offense? And, and, can, the, and can the receivers win on the outside? Alan Hearns gave us the key to the game the other day. He said, look, they're going to press us, and we have to win on the outside. When you play, play a defense that's going to man up on you, you got to win your matchups. They, it's on them, and they're saying receivers are saying, "Look, it's not on us. It's not all on us." You can show it this week against yeah. two Pro Bowl corners. Absolutely, it might have to do with who you played on the road. Yeah, you play some good defenses on the road. Carolina, Seattle, yeah, Houston, as opposed to the Giants in Detroit in at Detroit. home. Yeah, Brian talked about it with Detroit. They could, you know, they'd really struggled the, against the, the run. run. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although uh, Giants have Detroit came in here favored. <laughs> After a win over New England the week before. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we're basing what the Jaguars did because they beat New England. 
I just don't think Jacksonville can do enough offensively to blow you out. The, the only way they can Keep blow, close, blow, yeah. you, blow yeah. you out is if you, you turn the ball turn over. Turn the ball over. Give mm-hmm. them short fields. It'll, be, it'll be a one-play game, just like Houston. Just like Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This team can't get away from anybody. I mean, yeah. that's right. The, the Cowboys can't. That's right. the, they are what they are, and you know they don't have any explosive players on the outside. That's a problem. And so if, you know, if that's if, uh, the thing I worry about is Dallas having to drive the ball. That's what I worry about. Mm-hmm. The Staying most. drive yeah. with the yeah. run. And yeah. yeah, if you can't, if you, if you struggle to run the football in this game and it turns into, you have to throw, you can't sustain drives, you know, and, and uh, you look at Houston the, in overtime against Houston, how many people really thought that the Cowboys could drive the length of the field and score a touchdown in overtime against Houston? Everybody that said you should have gone for it. I mean, I, yeah, all you needed was a field goal at that point. I would have. You I, still like, had to no, play well, defense. You would have to play defense again. Yeah, yeah, because you had the ball first. That's but, why I asked, that, I asked the question. The point though. is to say I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to get into the fourth and no. one thing. But how much confidence do does anyone have that this? That's team why I wouldn't have punted in the can, first place. That, 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 can, that, can this team drive the length of the field? Now they have done it in the games they've won. They have had long sustained fourth quarter drives. And so they've been able to take control of the game. And, but they played from ahead in those games, too. Right, right. And that's such a key. And it was a key in 2016 is getting ahead, staying ahead. And that will be a key against Jacksonville. Yep. My question for Brian, because typically with this framework of the offense the last three years, if they don't run the ball, they lose. So yeah. do you, when you look at the matchups, do you feel like hat on hat they can't block these guys? Or is it some something schematically like Jacksonville is just going to load up and say, all right, we're, we're going to give you options in the passing game, but we're going to shut down the run? Yeah, we've, we've seen, though, some issues with getting to the linebackers. Yeah. You know, and not just on third and one. You know, we've seen some issues there. And so, you know, I think this is the best group of linebackers that they're going to play, that, or put it this way, that they've played so far. Okay. So I mean, and, and I and these guys never come off the field. Smith, you know, and and Jack, right. they they they're not going to come off the field, and they're going to try and make every single tackle. And if you don't get hat on hat on, you know, I'm saying there's three times you block them, but you got to take advantage of that. And I I just I worry about that. I worry about this front seven and their ability to control the front. Like I say, I kind of think about it like the Philadelphia game. Mm-hmm. What happens when you try and run, and then all of a sudden, you know, Philadelphia turns it into a second and nine, second and ten day all day. Yeah, you know they they can't they they just can't win that they can't win that way and if they have to throw the ball I, I worry about them winning on the outside and and you know and, and completing passes we haven't seen them have any consistency doing that no. as well so the key will be how well they play defensively to not let Jacksonville get away from them yeah and and That's and fair. get them out of what they want to do which is run the ball right. even if you're not doing well consistently right you never know when he'll break break a big one yeah so muddy defensively yeah defensively you know they got if they're gonna win it's got to be 20 to 17 yeah it's gonna, something like that yeah. they gotta turn 16. this guy over somehow some way they've got to get some you know so what happened the other day they get a nice fumble at, you know on the other side of the houston 50 and they turned it into a touchdown you know we, we haven't seen nearly enough of those to try and get this offense going again you know, Jacksonville, I think they want to get back to a run-first mentality. Sure. But be, with their situation at running back. Offensive you, line's a little bit and, of a struggle, and, too. And their offensive we line. We said that last week about Houston. Can they do that yet is a, is a question, too, because the only healthy running back they have who has been there any length of time Yeldon. is T.J. Yeldon. Yeah. 
And Jamal Charles will be there for three practices and apparently he's going to be active on Sunday. So what, what can you expect out of him? And then they got a practice squad guy they sign. Yeah. And so even though they may want to get back to what they want to do, I don't know if they can do it yet. And and they, they do have, have to worry about Dallas's pass rush. Right. right? They have right. to worry about that. Right. So, so it, they it, may not have success running the football. It might turn into a Seattle but, game plan they, for them. Yeah, but they yeah. that's the way they figure out yeah. how to yeah. how to beat Dallas Just is to, run, run, run. And, and, if you're and they not, got some game breakers yeah. outside. They, they got some speed at wide receiver where they can hit a deep one on yeah. you. Yeah, Westbrook and Chark and those guys. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yep. Go Tigers. Yep. I've got a trivia question to throw out and see if any of the masses out there or the masses here in studio <laughs> can answer Huge it. masses. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what member of the Jaguars was drafted by Dallas? I've got that question to throw out for you to ponder. And we're going to take your phone calls here. Your thoughts on the game. Where is that phone number there, Mickey? 888 There it is. Thank you very much, Brian Broaddus. As we continue here on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean, the fish living there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to talking Cowboys. A true Cowboy loves his freedom. Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order, Brian. Yep. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. And we welcome you back to Talking Cowboys. And a reminder, we've got Rally Day 
on Saturday, tomorrow at AT&T Stadium. It's presented by SeatGeek. Tour the stadium, see the Dallas Cowboys alumni and the Cowboys cheerleaders, even play on the field. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for details and to get your tickets. An addendum to my trivia question I threw out there. What member of the Jaguars was drafted by Dallas? That's right. Is it a coach? Okay, I, it is not, and I'm not talking Bo Scarborough, who okay. was who yeah. was uh, signed this week to their the practice, practice squad, squad right. who obviously was a Cowboys draft pick. So I guess I must make it a member of the 53. Oh, there I we go. It. Oh, it's on the 53. On, oh, who, why, who do you have? Tom Mislinski. Is he on their staff? He's a strength and conditioning He's a strength coach. coach. That's what, right. what round was Tom Mislinski? I want to say fifth. Okay. Fourth? We're we're not t- out of Tennessee, right? We're not going back to 1960s talk, are we? No, no, no. no, no, no. We're, t- we're, it, it, we're, not, it, we're in the 90s. It's a member of the 53 drafted by Dallas. Oh, okay. And let's go to Eric in North Carolina. Eric, how are you doing? And are you? And seriously, how are you doing? Because did the hurricane make its way to North Carolina? Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're actually good. I'm in eastern North Carolina, close to Greenville, where ECU campus is. And uh, we got some residual wind and rain. That was about it. Um, so we're good. We're good. We dodged two bullets so far, and we're blessed to say that. So All right. Good. Good. The main one to get hit. So that's good news. Well, man, but uh, thank you guys for taking my call. I'm a, I'm a fan of all of you guys. First time I ever got to. And uh, I just want to make a quick comment and have a quick question for Brian, if I could. Sure. Um, first of all, I just want to – I think you hit it right in the head um, yesterday when I was to you, Brian, when you said that the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars will hand you the football at times. He will. He can get sloppy. He can get messy. And there will there could be some opportunities for our defense. Hope so. I think us winning the game is contingent on that defense capitalizing on those opportunities to create short field for this offense. There you go. Because if they're lining up, you know, try to get into that territory all day for that 80 yard series. It's not going to be good for us, I don't think. Right. Especially if we can't run that football and get three or four yards a chip on first down. Now, that leads to my question, Brian. If we are, they are unable to run the ball uh, efficiently on first down, second down, good, good yards, what can we do schematically to open things up to perhaps get us? more yards on early downs if they're stopping the run. And I'm going to hang up and take you guys. I'll listen to you guys chime in on that. Thank you again, um, and I uh, love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Have Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Appreciate that. What do you guys think? You know what? Uh, watching the game, and th- this might have happened because of who was playing the position because Kelsey wore them out. Yeah. But they had trouble with the tight end. There's no question. That's exactly the direction I was going to go. And I, I mean, I know Jeff Swaim's not Kelsey, but they yeah. didn't cover the tight end. They very did not. Well. They did not at all. And that's a great idea, Mickey. Because to me, I was thinking, okay, if even if you, even if you go play action, even if you know you can kind of get these these defense to, to start moving a little bit, <laughs> you know, get somebody going in the tight end. I mean, the one thing that Swain has, has shown is. That if he gets open, he can he can catch the football and get up the field. You know, he can create some problems. And Mickey's absolutely right. I was just I'm happy he said that because that's the direction I would go in. If if they're not going to win on the outside consistently, you know, or they can't, or they're winning and they can't get it to them, the, the one thing you can simply do is throw a six yard pass to Jeff Swain and, and let him try and run for another 
two, three, or run for 42 more. And they've gotten him in space the last they two have, games. They have. They yeah. have. And, and you're talking about a very aggressive defense, as we've, we've said it a bunch. So anything to do to take advantage of them going one way, throwing that ball back the other, I think you have to do. And that's, that's exactly the route I would go. I would even maybe consider throwing the ball to the backs. You know, I mean, if you, even if you go, if you find a way to, to get them into the, you know, into some space, you know, the screens and things like that, I, by all means, try and do some things. If they're going to rush hard up the field and you got linebackers that are going to run, again, take advantage of that. Send them one way and then and have it throw a screen. There's delayed screens that they run to the tight ends, throw the backs in the flat, things like that. You know, I mean, hey, you're going to be fighting for yards in this game. It's going to be tough. But, you know, if every yard's a good yard, you know, every carry's a good carry. You just got to keep keep hammering at it. You know, the Cowboys are looking for givens in the pass game. Yeah. And Jason Witten for years was, was a, a given. given in the pass game. And even you look back at 2016, he had 69 catches. Okay, there was not yardage made after the catch, whatever. They were all catches. But he, they were catches. Even last year, he had 63, and for a young quarterback especially to have – I mean, we all know what he meant to Romo, but he also meant a lot to this quarterback. They haven't found those catches yet, have yeah. they? And, and you, you would hope maybe that Jeff Swain, what's happened the last couple of weeks for him, that that's given him confidence. Um, you know, I and, just worry about them beating him up. Right. He's playing a lot of blocker. Right. He's a blocker well, guy. Well, then yeah. maybe this is the emergence of Blake Jarwin. Because yeah. don't you think they're going to play a lot of two tight end to take care of those yeah, defensive probably. ends? That's what they're hoping, so, yeah. it's that Blake Jarwin will you know, get his Jarwin, his... and you said Rico. I mean, hey, we laugh, we snicker, but you know, we saw if, if they can get Rico going as a blocker a little bit as far as you know, show that he can, you know, I mean, when you put him in there, you're thinking, oh, they're going to throw him the ball. I'm smiling. I'm smiling because as soon as you mentioned Rico, Rob gets a smirk on his I'm face. Just, I just, he, want, he, I just want to, it's not because he just. I'm not he knocking likes, Rico. You like the story. Oh no, like, no, I no, love it, the story. I, and I, I'm, I'm I want just, to see the internet break. Yeah, I want to see. Right. It I just, you know, I'm just sitting there thinking. I'm thinking about <laughs> who is it. You know, is right. it is it is it you know is it Butler for two weeks now? I thought, oh, Bryce Butler's going to be a part of this game plan, and he hadn't been. Right. So if they're if they're not going to use him, and they're not going to use Gallup, and they're not going to you know get okay, who else do I got? I can't sit there and go down to <coughs> as Bill Parcells and those guys just say I can't go down to <laughs> to Home Depot and just go to the wide receiver section in aisle seven and pull me out one and bring him back. That was Texaco, by the way. Was it Texaco? <laughs> and whatever you know, you, but you get the idea. I can't. You can't. <laughs> go down the street and just grab one. I mean, you got to play with what you have right now. Right or wrong, you've got to figure out what, you know, okay, how do you get Swain more involved? How do you get Rico more involved? How do you get all these guys more involved? As far as Jarwin goes, Daryl Johnston said it on our Cowboys Insider, so far the stage has been too – it seems to him that the stage has been too big for that's, Jarwin. That's, but, you know, he could have he he won, won the game He might have won the game last yeah. week if they had blocked – you know, block that linebacker or in overtime. Watt, Watt, or Watt. I'm yeah, sorry, block yeah, Watt. right, and, yeah, and, and, right. You know, and that's the other thing about this offense. If you go back and you look at, it, there was a couple plays late, that one, and then the one in overtime after the Xavier Woods pick. They had Beasley deep. You know, there's been things that might have changed the narrative had they just executed better or communicated better. And that, you know, maybe that's a story for all teams that struggle. You know, if we would have done this or we would have done that. But there's plays to be made. Jarwin's only got one catch in this season so right. far. But you know, Brian mentioned the backs and Swaim. Zeke is the leading receiver on this team. 22 catches, and Swaim's third with 14 catches. And some of that's just been bailout. Hey, we, I got to get rid of this if I'm Dak. 
Uh, but yeah, maybe that's the, you got to find something cooking. If you can't get anything going on the outside, I'm with you there. Okay. You want the answer to this trivia question? Yes. The I'm Jaguar just... player drafted by Dallas. There's some catch here. But it's not Dallas Cowboys. It's Dallas Mavericks. Or there Dallas... you go. Oh, Brian brought us. Oh, wait uh, a minute. You it's... got it. You got it. And, and Rob, you should have it. He's an Aggie. I have no idea. Who oh, is I it? got it. He's Ellis. a basketball player? Josh Lambeau. Josh Lambeau, the kicker. The darn kicker. Oh, first round. Yeah, yeah. He was a first-round draft pick of FC Dallas, the right. Major League Soccer team <laughs> here in 2008. I was going to say, okay, I might have got Brian, Brian smelled it out at the beginning. He yeah. was like, oh, is this a trick question? Yeah. <laughs> trick question all the way. The, here's the draft czar over there. He's looking at his <laughs> list going, I'm like, there's I'm nobody not, on this uh, there's list. There's nobody on this list. That I, and I was I was going through it all. That I did. I went down through the specialists with you know, Logan <laughs> Cook, and he'd been picked in the seventh round this year. And I'm Carson Tinker, the long snapper. I'm like, and who, no. Who, by the way, got placed on IR, so they've got a different yeah. – Got yeah, a different uh, snapper. Snapper now. You yeah. fooled Kate oh. Harrison, too, who's an Aggie. There's the three points right there. Yeah. Yeah. Bad snap. Josh yep. Lambeau. But Josh Lambeau, and this is – FC this Dallas, rel- huh? FC Dallas, 2008, first-round draft pick. I think he was a goalkeeper, as a matter of fact. And, I mean, it's a pretty interesting story. He was playing professional soccer for years. Then finally – Fall of 2012, so four years later, enrolls at Texas A&M, joins the football team as a place kicker, became the starting uh, kicker at A&M in the 2013 season. And then he winds up after um, he was with the Chargers for a little bit, signs with the Jags last year. He's made 19 straight field goals. Yeah. So he's been very consistent. Chargers oh, love to have Joe D. Camillus. Yeah. He's due. Yeah. Oh. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You said that about Maher last week didn't happen. I did. Mm-hmm. I was very concerned. So there's my trivia question. Yeah. Very good. And I, I have to credit uh, Rick Goslin for no, putting, me on, that. putting me on the scent of that because on, when we were taping Cowboys Insider, he mentioned FC Dallas, and I went, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm not a soccer guy, and so hmm. I would not know that otherwise. Or an Aggie guy, know that he kicked yeah. there. Yeah, seems well, like knew that, seems like someone who was an Aggie would know the history of all. Kind of calling you out there, Robert. Kent didn't get it either. You tricked us, man. I figured, I figured I it was some obscure. When you ask those questions, yeah. right? Right. I was thinking fifty-three, not yeah. the. I was thinking specialists. some obscure offensive lineman. Yeah. Yep. And 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 I was thinking, uh, but I had researched Josh Walker and. I saw all the places he was on a practice squad, so it's like, no, it's not him. And Josh Walker plays a key role in this yes, game he does. this week. Yeah, so you talk about this uh, Jacksonville game. offense and that offensive line that is beat up right now. So if they do throw 61 times, yeah. the Cowboys are going to be in good that, shape. That will play right into the Cowboys. And their quarterback is not quite as mobile as hey, Deshaun Watson, right? Speaking of Cowboys secondary, did you do the – we haven't done the injury report, have we? Yes, today? we need that. We mm. need that. Mickey, do you have your injury report? I do. We need to talk about one of those guys. It's and, buried. And, and by the way, David Irving, a full practice. Uh, all right. Well, you're looking for that. Yes. Oh, I know. Who well, how much will David Irving, if he makes it to practice today and makes it to the game I on Sunday? I did see him at breakfast, by the way. You did? I did see okay. him at breakfast. All right. Yeah, so that's a how good much, sign. Can, how many can you snaps go pick him up on you, Sunday? Oh, no, he was, yeah. All right, I, here's I would a guy love to. That he, he can have. live with me if he'd get a couple of sacks. <laughs> he, he, okay, here's a guy that if he makes it to the game on Sunday, we'll, we have, hope. Ha- we'll have 
three practices under his one last week and two this week, right? Yeah, he'll get a walkthrough practice walk, okay. tomorrow. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Much like Jamal Charles, who will have three practices under his belt with Jacksonville. Right. Okay. Right. But they're not going to hand him the ball. <clears throat> It ever, I mean, supposedly he's going to be active. Oh, yeah, and he's going to make big plays, he said. That's right. All right, so how much can we really expect from guys who practice three times in Boy, the last year? I tell year? you what, I am so glad you went this direction because, to me, I would be worried about a guy that has only had the three. Now, if he'd have practiced this Wednesday, say he got all the practices in this week, you know, I'd felt a little bit better about the situation. But I, I'm looking at a defensive tackle group. Okay, how is that rotation going to play? Yeah. You know, how is that going to – where does Dave – who does David Urban – whose spot does he take when you put him in there? Because to me – and Mickey's going to give you the injury report here. I think you're going to have Malik Collins back. You are. You know, I think, okay, now what does that do with – you know, you got some other guys that have been playing some of the backup roles that, you know, Woods and Collins and, and, yeah. Ross. I mean, Ross. I mean, Ross played pretty well the other no, day for he you. he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, okay, do you, if Ross is playing pretty well for you, and it's going to sound crazy, do you, do you, you have to, do you give David Irving one more week to try and get a little bit more? And I know we're uh, running out of games. Well, okay, here's, there's two sides to it because I think, but you, I think we're acting like this guy walks on water. Well, no, no you're not. And, and you're not going to activate a guy, I don't think, if you're going to play him three snaps. I mean, he needs to be part of that rotation. Get at least 10 or a dozen or something like that. But I asked Rod Marinelli about this yesterday because we talked about the defensive tackle rotation being undermanned. He said that's an issue for us, like Tyrone playing 60 snaps or whatever it was last week, Woods playing 50 because of the style that they – he wants those guys up the field, up the right. field, up the they field. Get tired. And that, that's and they all they Houston was doing was trying to throw the football. It's, yeah. the, it's the style that yeah. they play with that you've got to have that rotation. So I think if he can give you anything, he's active this week. And maybe maybe Malik is active, but you maybe he's not ready for 45 snaps or whatever. All right. And then Let's, looking ahead to next week, reportedly he's got court cases next week starting yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, which just means, one day. So which which means he misses practice. practice again next week. Let's so. put it this way. He had one practice last week, and he was right. playing. All right, until things came up on Friday. Right. Yeah. So one practice, and so now he's doubled that. Yeah, and so he's my got goal, two this right. week. Well, let's get. So to my the, question is, what can we today. really expect out of someone who hadn't ten to, ten to third and six or more? He's on the field. Yeah. So he comes in on nickel. If he's going to be active, they've got to have a plan for him to play. When he, when he had the impactful game against the Packers a few years ago with, on 19 snaps and was the NFC Defensive Player of the Week, he had been practicing with the team yeah. all season. Oh, no, I know. So, so that's that's my point is what uh, what how productive is he going to well, be? Well, that's a okay, different not question. Let me, yeah. Yeah, let me ask you this. Do you feel better about it? This might be – I might get my answer right back at me, but you feel better about – a Collins playing in the nickel or him playing in the nickel right now? Because you're going to not take you're not taking Crawford off well, the field. It's tough for any of us to answer because we haven't seen him practice. I, I would so we just, don't know what he's in well, kind of condition. Well, that's what I'm in. saying. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know what Irving can give you when he's right. But I'd have to go with Collins because the last time David Irving had a full week of practice was Thanksgiving. That's a long time, man. That is a long time, and so if, if I'm with if, you on this, if Malik's and, and ready to go, then I'd go with Malik. Six, six seven two ninety, and they they will have seen him in practice. We haven't seen him in practice this week. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you giving his measurements? 
He's a mismatch. That's what Mickey's Thank you. Say. Thank you. That's Kevin. good. He's big time talent. You, you, I, I, I agree. I, I know where but, Mickey's going. Mickey's saying just stand there and put your arms up. Okay. So you you would rather him than Collins right now? Not it, not every play, but ten snaps. But f- no, it, fifteen well, snaps. I heard nickel. I heard nickel. somebody mentioned yeah, nickel. Yeah, but they're going to play nickel on second down the whole game. Yeah. get ready. Mm-hmm. They're playing nickel just the whole game. Use them all. So you use, use them, them on third and when it's a definite passing situation. Definite pass. If they're going to be a nickel on second and five, no, I'm not sending them out there. But third and eight, yeah, he's on the field. I mean, they were going to play him last week with one practice since November. I'm just answering Brian's question. You got yeah, to pick one. I know. I can use both of them. Well, then, yeah, let's use both. The answer is both, Brian. The answer is both. <laughs> both. Kind of figure that was going to be the case. <laughs> well, don't you think? Why does it have to be one or the other? No, I just, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't think he's ready to play. Me personally. Well, he can't be. Well, then why play him? Well, they were going to do it last week. I don't care. Why play him? Why don't we answer dollars? this question? Why, 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 why do we think he's going to play? Not because he's 6, 7, and 2, last 9. Week. Why would you play him? They were going to play him. Okay. I'm just could saying, it, what they, don't ask me. Go I, ask them. Oh, I'm just, well, that's, that's, that's our discussion. Like, that's the discussion that we're his, having right now. Does his contract play into it, That how much they're paying him? Uh, I don't no. know. No, he's got 10 games. shouldn't, but. No. I, I would lean towards the guy that was in camp and has been around for most of this year as opposed to he hasn't. But, again, we, we've seen him freak of nature is what Brian brought up brought up a couple weeks ago. He can, That's what the head coach said. He can come in and do something on short notice, but this is awfully short notice. We'll see. How much we'll see. Did he, how He's much, an amazing talent. How much practice did he get in after he came off the suspension last year? Played the next week, didn't he? Yeah. He went to training camp, though, too. Yeah, you're right. Anything else on that injury report? But he was working hard in L.A. Yeah, you need, you need to talk about All that. All I know one you want to know is yeah. Awuzie. Yeah, yes. I worry about that ankle. one. I worry about that one, guys. I'm yes. not going to lie to you. We've yeah. asked a couple people. You know, Rod was kind of like, eh. He's a tough guy, though. He's Awu- a little better, but, yeah. you know, and it, look, corner is different than playing at other positions. you got to be able to plant and go and all that stuff. Well, he's yeah. limited two days in a row. Yeah. That's and the one I would worry. not a long practice, and they sat him the second half. Um, yeah, I think they're thinking big picture here. I don't know anything other than – to me, the fact that he was limited yesterday tells me that they, they, they likely had to go with, with Brown and then with Brown and then Lewis in the slot. I mean, that's – if that, The that, guy a lot of people wanted to trade. Yeah, yeah. And, don't, and, 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 and they signed a cornerback. CJ of, Goodwin. Yeah. And there's a that. reason why. That's they, a good point. They right. added a corner. Yeah, the reason corner, why yeah. they did that. Yeah. Because if they don't think he can play, then they need a corner. I think that was the corner. most telling thing right there. The, yeah. Them signing a cornerback off a of practice squad who they has some NFL cor- experience. They, they have corners themselves here in the practice squad that they didn't bring up. I was told this kid, too, by the way, this Goodwin kid, watch him cover punts. Watch mm. him cover as a flyer. They, they really like what he can do. And I'm not only uh, talking to guys here, but guys around the league. I said, hey, what do you know about this Goodwin guy? And they this guy is a really good flyer. Now, I mean, is he the one that's played or not? The he has. He played 12 games for Atlanta last year. Yeah. The, but, both, but the safety both, both guys too, who played. Right? Both right. guys who played. Giants, was it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the, you know, Thompson's going to be active, too. He's going to be your fourth safety. They don't, have, they don't have another safety other than, I mean, him and Frazier are going to be your two backup safeties in this game. They Does he have, have any corner skills, Darian Thompson? I would not put him in a corner. Okay, I would just buddy. go ahead and let go ahead and let Goodwin play, and then you know that's why they got him. But I, I'm worried about Awuzie in this game. I mean, I like to see him practice today. If he's out there and able to take more reps than what I'm hearing he's taking, 
then then okay. But he's a tough guy. Wuzier's played through knee and all that other stuff, gone out there and practiced when I didn't think he was going to practice, and, and he was able to do it. So. And when you sign a guy off someone off a practice squad, it's three weeks, right? Three weeks. You got him for three weeks. Three weeks. And so that may tell you a little bit, too, yeah. about uh, the fact that they think of Wuzier, you know, you're yeah. looking at Jacksonville this week, at Washington next week, and then the bye after that. Yeah, So Exactly. All right, we continue here on Talking Cowboys. Take more of your phone calls at 888-855-2297 in just a moment. I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. And when we talk Cowboys, we talk Tommy John. Once again this morning, I used four of the Tommy John faves. Tommy John? Tommy John? Yeah, it's the... Jack- oh, I'm not doing Tommy John. <laughs> if you put the underwear on your head, I'd be impressed, Mickey, and I'd be a little worried at the same time. Tommy John or... <laughs> How's that pouch fitting over that nose of yours? Nestle Is up, it man. nestling that chin? Nestle those boys. That's what I get for looking something up before we do this, and right? I, all right, pull back the curtain here. Hell, can, Mickey, can, Mickey. can you bring us back from break one more time? Uh, Mickey, yeah. Mickey's right. sitting there, whatever you were doing. I don't know. You were looking up looking New up York up newspapers. He wanted to see what the headlines were about yeah. the Giants right now. Sack Eli. So, so 15 <laughs> seconds. Tommy of, John. 
15 seconds ago, I told Mickey, uh, Mickey, you and got it. And I said, it. oh, I got it. What about your spot you're about to read? Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got yeah. it. And so the Jack Black spot became Tommy John. And Jack Black just got more time, right? Because now we've talked about it for more than 15 <laughs> seconds, yeah. right? Get you some Tommy John. Tommy John. And some Jack Black. How about both. some Jack Black? Yeah, that'd be good. Get the faves? Uh-huh. Did you use yours today? I have not, no. You did. You and shower. When he wears this outfit, he doesn't I'm shower. Not, I haven't showered yet, Mickey. I'm sorry. <laughs> so punishment for that, you have to wear Tommy John boxers on your head Monday when <laughs> you do the jack pants. Black. Outside the pants would be even better. <laughs> you know what? I just washed them last night. Too. Oh, good. That's oh, great. Good. I've got five pairs, so I can put one on my head. All right. Well, that's going to happen then. <laughs> I like I'll, it. I'll bring a, a spare pair. Make sure you I do. I like it. I like what it. would be worse, wearing a Tom? For you, Rob Phillips, what would be worse, wearing a Tommy John's on your head or a Texas cap like I did last Monday, UT cap. Anything Tommy John is fine. I'll wear it, I'll wear it okay. for the press conference. I'll wear Tommy John on my head to Garrett in here in 10 minutes. All right. Or, okay, use, so, your, so or use your Jack Black where you're – oh, never mind. Yeah, what? exactly. So on Monday, what? Mickey will wear Tommy uh, John's during Talking <laughs> Cowboys, and Rob Phillips will wear one on his head to Jason Garrett's press conference Monday afternoon. I, didn't, I said I hypothetically I'd be fine with okay. it. He right. deserves punishment. Okay. Boxers on yes, your he head does. Monday. <laughs> Jack Black elsewhere. What? Never mind. Let's move on. You guys aren't following me. I, I bet you there's a call. Is there a call? We, you got a call? Surely we could be saved by a call. We got to be saved I, by a call. But I did use my Jack Black this there you morning. Go. All right. Very good. good. All right. This Jacksonville team, the concern is the defense, right? Yeah. I think so. There's one guy's name I want to say. Yannick in Gakwe. Just because I like his name. Yeah. I like saying his name, and Cowboy fans should hope his name does not get called by Jim Nance no. on Sunday. He They're had 12 so, sacks last year. Yannick yeah. Ngakwe. They're so good. He's kind of the lost guy he on was, their front. Yeah, they they, they, they have they do. They roll guys in. I tell you, Fowler's kind of been a lost guy. I mean, if you yeah. talk about here's a guy that was the – I want to say he was the third overall pick in the 15 yep. draft, mm-hmm. and – yeah, and Gakwe has has done a nice job of kind of keeping him, you know, on the bench. And but, yeah, the, the, what I what I what I worry about though is if they do get you in nickel situation or passing situation where they have the ability to kick Calais Campbell inside, and then they put all those rushers on the field at the same time, then that 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 could present some issues. We've seen the Cowboys struggle a little bit, not as much at home with the communication, but. We've seen him struggle a little bit with some twist stunts and things like that that the Texans were able to pull off last week. So uh, hopefully uh, you could stay out of those down in distance. Uh, but I, I, I just do. I just I have these visions of of Calais Campbell and that six eight body playing inside. If you want to talk about what David Irving is six eight can yeah. do, uh, this guy's even better at doing it inside from there. That'd be yeah. a nice little test for Connor Williams if it's comes yeah. To that and and Connor Williams has played better. He yeah. really has. And and Connor Williams, I, I don't think has been. This issue, you know, and but this this group presents a little bit of a different challenge for him, and, and I, I kind of compared him and Malik, uh, him in the matchup with him and Malik Jackson to what he had to deal with Kawan Short a little bit last week. A guy that's going to play on your shoulder, it's going to get upfield, it's going to play a little power, it's got some core strength to him, it's got some quickness to him. So you know, Connor Williams has has come a long way in six weeks. You know, hopefully he continues to bend the knees and sit down and and do his very best to. Make, if those guys are going to run over you, make sure they run right over the top of you. Don't let you know. Don't want to beat you around the corner, and then all of a sudden Dak's trying to slide forward, and then there's a sack. That's well, what they don't need. I guarantee you, they, they if they watch tape from Houston, they're blitzing. 
Yeah. And so you better be ready for it. And yeah. I was wondering last week, and especially in the second half, when they were having trouble with that, Zeke came out on several third downs and Rod Smith was in. Yeah. Now, was that because they thought Zeke was worn out? Or were up. they thinking, we need somebody in here that's going to do a little bit better block? Zeke has been a little bit better playing on his feet, Mickey, but that's a fair point to your that you just made because the early in the season he was, he was cutting, cutting, cutting way too much. And but man, I tell you, he's he's. I think a lot of it had to do in that game of there were some banged up offensive players on their side of the ball and on your side of the and ball. And his knee and ankle yeah. bothered him. Yeah. So Look, I, I was just wondering. All right, you wonder why Jacksonville? If anyone out there wonders why Jacksonville has a top rated defense, look at how they have invested in their defensive line. They've been bad. <laughs> They've got a lot of high right. picks too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But look how they have invested in their defensive line the last few years, couple of years really. Yeah. Calais Campbell. Unrestricted free agent from yeah. Arizona last year, four years, sixty million, thirty guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Marcel Darius, who of course was a former first round draft Buffalo. pick of Buffalo, they acquired in a trade last year, six years, ninety five million, forty two point nine guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Malik Jackson was an unrestricted free agent from Denver in twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. six years, eighty five million, thirty one and a half guaranteed. First round draft pick number three overall in twenty fifteen, Dante Fowler. Yannick Ngakwe, third round draft pick in twenty sixteen. 16, and then this year, first-round draft pick, number 29 overall, Taven Bryan. Yeah, they have invested in their line, no question. But you also you look at their secondary, too, you know, with uh, with what they've done with Ramsey, with Church, uh, Bouye. Bouye I mean, I mean, was it, five years, 67 th- and a th- half th- this million. Is, this is one of those teams that where if you want to give a, a, a good example of a team that's hit on free agency of, of paying guys – that's your that's your good example right there. They're one of the few teams in the league that's been able to take free agency to a whole nother level with the guys that they got. Usually we've seen free agency work the opposite way for some teams. You know, they spend a lot of money and then don't get the bang for the buck, but these guys have done a nice job of adding the right type of players for their scheme and then having them play very, very well. And let me continue there. Barry Church, of course, yeah. four years, $26 million, $12 right. million guaranteed last year. Tayshawn Gibson, local kid from Dallas, uh, unrestricted from Cleveland, five years, $36 million, $12 million right. guaranteed. Third-round draft pick this year, Ronnie Harrison, who they're using up as a linebacker Linebacker, times, right. You know? And in the corners, Jalen Ramsey was the fifth pick in the draft. Bouye was five years, $67 million yep. uh, last year. Uh, Tyler Patman, of course, they haven't invested much in that, but he's getting playing time. DJ Nickel. Hayden was an unrestricted guy from Den- from Detroit this year. They three years, nineteen million. He's got a toe problem. Can I, now. Yeah. can I point out though that they had gobs of salary? Oh, they did. Exactly, they money. did. Right, they did. So even but, if you missed on a few, it doesn't show. Boy, it looks when like you they've hit have, them on. And when you they, don't have a lot yeah. and you miss, then it's then, a real And then Telvin spot. Smith got to his second contract, and they went ahead and signed him four years, $44 million. How many of them offense? Oh. Well, I guess Parnell. Parnell and offense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah now look at the rest they, of the They offense. paid that Andrew Norwell, though. That's yes, right. They they from, from, from Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Cortez in El Paso. How are you doing, Cortez? I'm doing good. Good morning. 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 Uh, I want to get straight to the point. I have a question and a couple of comments, and this question is for Mickey. Um, I want to ask you, what's Jason Garrett's formula for winning football games? And then my comment is for Brian. I'm a big fan of the draft show, and I just want you to keep an eye on a quarterback from Washington State. I can't pronounce his name. I think it's like Matthew the second, but that's something to think about. Later on, you can get back to me in the draft show on that Okay. One. 
Thank you. Let me ask, was there, was there some incentive for asking that question? About well, Jason I, Garrett? I, I just kind of want to know, because I know you, you kind of back up with Jason Garrett says a lot. And I just want to, I just want to hear from you. Go back, you go, go back and look at, you. go back and look at the 2016 season and you'll see the formula. Go back and look at the first eight games last year and you'll see the formula. Okay, well. I, Is that good? 2016, but I think they've gotten away from from that because they say that running the ball is our, you know, how we win football games, but I, I, I don't think so. I think it's passing because when push comes to shove on third and second down, they always pass the ball. And, and and everybody says, well, it's running the ball. And I don't think it is. I think it's passing the ball because when push comes to shove, they pass it. You got two downs to make the first down with his offensive line and running back, and he always chooses to pass. Oh, they handed to Zeke on third and one, didn't get it in um, overtime. Yeah, I'll say that. But the way I look at it, with this team, you got two downs to get the first down. So even if he didn't make it on third and one and he lost a half a yard, I would have went no huddle and had two plays right off the bat, hit the defense off off balance and got the first down. On that play that you're talking about, the third and one, if Colin blocks, blocks the linebacker, 59, Jack's got an easy first down. So Collins didn't make a play there too also. So, so what you're saying there. is the approach is right, but if you don't execute, it doesn't work real well. Yeah, the execution didn't work on that one on Collins. Mm. He just picked that block. He okay. doubled down inside. But all he had to do was get in front of the guy. <laughs> well, I think down. you answered your own question. You didn't need me. Well, I don't believe Keep listening to the draft show, though. I need you. <laughs> uh, Gardner Minshew is that quarterback from Washington State. Yeah. They're going to say Gardner McKay from the Jimmy Buffett books. <laughs> Minshew. I haven't seen Washington State play. I know Mike Leach. I'm always fascinated by what he does with his offense. You know, here's a guy that doesn't run the football at all. I mean, he, he's won games without running the football, which is kind of fun. But, I, I you know, I, I think that to, to me, though, that, uh, you know, I, the, the questions about Garrett and stuff, I mean, you know, this team is built the way it is. You know, he had a hand in that. If they can run the ball, they're going to have success. If they can't run the ball, it's going to be a struggle for them. So, you know, I mean, we've got to stop beating our head against the wall here and say, okay, what can you do well? How do you find ways if we can't manufacture, if the run game's not going, how are you able to throw the football? You know, I, we've said this a bunch. This team is not the Rams. Even though if you go watch the Rams play, they're a big play-action team, by the way. I did watch them play a little bit, you know, on tape just to sit down. Every one of the every one every time that golf goes back, you know why they do that? So they don't make him have to think. They don't want golf to think in the pocket. They run play action. They have a play action tag on everything they do, because it, it, that way it doesn't make him have to think. It doesn't make him have to read coverages. That's what he did at Cal. So two biggest plays early in the game against Houston came off play action. Yeah, both went to the tight ends. Yeah. So you know, if, figure out ways for this for at least this season to do that. And, you're, and again, the identity of the football team is to try and run the football. That's their identity. You know, they're different than most teams in the National Football League. I've said this before. There's a lot of teams I've talked to that throw the football a bunch that are envious of the way they run the football here, or can run the football. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's not act like that. They're a, it's a dinosaur deal. They when Dallas has success running the football, we've seen it. We saw it in sixteen. We saw it for eight games in two thousand and seventeen. You know, something along the way just did not is not gone right. And it, whether it's protection, the, yeah. the quality of receivers, the lack of a tight end, the quarterbacks mechanics, whatever you want to say. 
That's what's been the problem with this football Mickey, team. Mickey mentioned 2016 and 2017. You're right. Formula hasn't changed. Personnel has changed. Personnel yeah. has changed. There's no one. Doug Free's not your right tackle. You got a right tackle you thought was going to be better. He showed some signs. You know, you, you, I, I guarantee oh, you the Bears, when they made the pick yep. or the trade, didn't look at the uh, the Dallas game on, on Khalil Mack because Khalil Mack had to move to the other side to get away from him. You know, they, they, let's let's you know they, they've had some they've had some issues with this line. They have a rookie. They don't have a center that can cut this defense in half. You know, that's why you can't run the ball as successfully as you can. I wish that Travis Frederick could play in this game because as aggressive as this Jacksonville defense is, as soon as those linebackers start to flow, you would see Frederick hit one hit take a shot on the on the tackle and then he would turn his body and he would cut that 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 linebacker off and there would be a nice lane for Ezekiel to make a cut. All right, 2 minutes left. Picks to click. Who's your pick to win the game, Mickey, and your pick to click? I have no idea. Okay, let's go to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would go think about it. I said I would go with what Brian did cuz Brian's undefeated. This okay, week. you want to start with Brian then. No, I'm going to okay. go my own way. You know what? All right. I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna ride this roller coaster one more week. I think they played better at home. I'm gonna pick them to win this game at home. <laughs> I don't feel look. I don't feel good about it. I think they've got to prove that they can move the ball and score points against this defense. But they have been better, and I'm counting on the Cowboys' defense to do something to stifle Bortles, get turnovers, whatever it takes to to get a, an ugly win at home. And your score? Uh Twenty to eighteen. Twenty to eighteen, Cowboys, and you got a player. Any player? Uh, I like what player. you guys said about Jeff Swaim. Jeff Swaim is your player. He's been their big play guy the last two weeks. Okay, Jeff Swaim. Brian brought us. I'm going to go with Jacksonville this week. I think they're going to win the game twenty to six. I think they're going to be problems running the football. I think they're going to have to throw the football to win. If they can do that. Uh, and have success, well, they could win this game. But I just don't see them having enough success throwing the ball. I, I do worry about Jacksonville getting uh, getting some opportunities. They do get their running game going. They they could, you know, if they don't turn over the ball, they can win. I just worry. I think this game's more in Jacksonville's defense than it is their offense. I have them winning this game twenty to six. Can I take the 20, Cowboys? 20. and Cowboys and three. Cowboys and three. And the three points. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 20, so you, so I'm you're going picking with Jacksonville Rob. by two? I'm going with Rob <laughs> on the teeter-totter uh, philosophy. Teeter-totter the, 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 philosophy. Feel good about this, it? This is, the up, this is the up week. Okay. Maybe. Hope you guys are right. We'll so see. you got <laughs> we'll – what's see. your score? 2017. 2017. Our, and you have a pick to click? Did yeah. you have one? Who'd you have? If they lose, I, who's going to click? Yeah, you, mean, you could have someone. You could pick somebody I would, from you know Jacksonville. I, I would you like to pick someone from Jacksonville. I, I would, no, I'd like to see if if they can win this game. I think it's going to be on Prescott, and I, I, he's okay. going to have to outduel All right. Bortles if, here. If, if, if they win, if they it's win it's, it's but, but I, yeah, I, okay. I, do, I do have there, Jacksonville in this game. Okay. You know, and if you think about it, that's what happened last Sunday, right? All right, Mickey, yeah. you got twenty to seventeen, yeah, and you got who's your pick? I'm taking Dak too. Dak also, okay. And I'm going uh, Dallas 18 to 15. <laughs> Brett Maher, six field goes to Josh Lambeau, the former first round five. draft pick of FC Dallas, five oh, field goals. Now Bill's making it a bit. That's what I should have figured out a long time ago. 18 15. Brett Maher over Josh Lambeau. I hope you guys are right. We'll be back on Monday morning to wrap it all up. Thanks for joining us all week here on Talking Cowboy. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?